Uh, real fast, let me take over your show for like 30 seconds, sure. 45 seconds. On this day in history, A, B, C, or D. All right, on this day, June 24th in history, which one is true? 1861, Tennessee succeeds from the Union. 1922, the name, the National Football League is established. 1961, the Beatles record, If You Love Me, Baby, or D, in 2016, the other station on the other side of the river fired me. <laughs> or E, all of the above. All of the above. What the hell is that? What would you say you do here? I'm slaying lame and I'm exposing frauds. This is pathetic. This is embarrassing. I have people skills. I am good at dealing with people. There's nothing more pathetic than an aging hipster. What's your deal, man? Yes, my name is Brian. Stone on Air on Nuga Radio 92.7. I often call Wednesday the first good day of the week. Today, Thursday, the 24th, is for me personally, is the first good day of the week. I actually got home at a decent hour. Last night, I got the, the grass cut. Was able to watch some basketball. More on that later. Was able to cook a decent dinner. Was able to get to bed at a decent time. After preparing what I can like to think is a decent radio show. And woke up and actually didn't want to die in the morning when I first woke up. Which is most days of my life. Now, I still didn't feel good waking up, because I never do, any morning of my entire life. But it wasn't as bad as normal. So we'll call today, Thursday, the 24th of June, the first good day of the week. Which, if we're going by my guy that I played on the worst idea yesterday, it's Friday Junior, I guess. As, as yesterday is uh, hump day, and Monday's a case of the Monday. Again, the, the joke was, stop it with this nonsense. But it is nice to be uh, on the doorstep of Friday and a weekend. Another cool, I won't call it cool, but low humidity, uh, very comfortable, sunshiny day yesterday. I think that's over with now. I don't have it in front of me. As I always say, you've got an app on your phone. If you need to know the weather, look it up. Uh, I know we get back into summertime kind of feeling into this weekend, uh, but it's been so nice to have this break from the humidity for the uh, first three days of this week. But I think that I think those days are pretty much gone, or at least if not by today, by this weekend. My name is Brian Stone. This is the Stone On Air radio show on Nuga Radio 92.7. That's the flagship, which will also produce a podcast, which is just a uh, redistribution of the radio show itself. Nothing different about it except for the, uh, the, the network regular commercials are chopped out. And edit it up a little bit to make for about a 42 and a half minute listen. If you would like to find that show, whether you hear it now and you thought, man, that's the best radio show I've ever heard. I got to listen to it again. Or whether you uh, come in halfway through and you miss the beginning. You're like, what the hell is he talking about? I need to make this make sense. Or if you just want to listen to it at any time at your own free time, whenever it works for you, stoneonair.com, quick links to find it there. Or if you already 
download podcast. If you're a podcast listener, wherever you're getting your other shows, go to that same place. Search out Stone on Air, all one word, and that's where you will find the show. Today is a little bit of a Storyville. Kind of steal that terminology from Jeff as he does those podcasts uh, on the reg. But a little bit of a Storyville. I talk about it many times. I am a, uh, I'm a creature of the calendar. I, I like to commemorate dates. This time last year. This time 50 years ago. This time 150 years ago. This time six weeks ago. Whatever it might be, dates on the calendar, I believe, are important to not forget. Whether they're anecdotal to yourself or whether they're important to history, or whatever the case might be, I never forget important dates on the calendar, even if I have to go back and refresh my memory. That's why I was talking about the other day that I think the Juneteenth national holiday, federal holiday, is so important, because from now on, for generations to go, uh, from now on, there will always be somebody like me who can't remember why Juneteenth is a federal holiday, and they will look it up and be reminded. That's important, that's strong, that's real. Now, I hear all the detractors, that's been the, the, the kind of the trend recently, is to say the, the performative action, the performative politics, the performative act, activism. You're not wrong on all that, but I don't agree with it. I think it's a good, good thing. So, yeah, dates on the calendar I'm a fan of. And I'll get to that more here in just a couple of minutes. But first of all, I wanted to, I, I wish I could do this better justice but I'm not going to be able to, but I got, I can't help but mention it. As I've got the worst, or let's see, I've got the realest thing, the supportive thing, and the coolest thing coming up here in about five minutes, a little less than five minutes from right now. This is going to be a radio show talking about other radio shows locally. That is taboo in this industry. At least it used to be. Now, nobody hardly cares about anything. But talking about another radio station on a radio station was like, Reason to get pulled off mid-Senate, pulled off the air mid-segment. you know, mid segment. But that's what I'm going to do a little bit here today. The quick, the, the quick story is, five years ago today, I was fired from that other radio station on the other side of town that nobody listens to that is absolutely in the toilet as far as content and ratings. I don't know about revenue, but I'm sure it is as well. Most radio stations are kind of in the toilet on revenue. So they don't, that's not unique to them. Five years ago today, half a decade, I think that's an important amount of time. Five years. I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. I've, I'm long over this. The People often are like, yeah, man, you shouldn't burn the bridge. Listen, bro, I didn't burn any bridges. That place ignited a bridge that's still smoldering rubble five years later. You know, ring, ring. Hey, Brian, you want to come back and work here? Yeah. Go pound sand, you bleep and bleep and no. Go away. Shut up. Get out of here. But before I get to that, which will be part of the audio I'm going to play, I'm going to play the first podcast, a lot of audio today from the first podcast I've ever did. Standalone, all by itself podcast, where I talked about this at length for almost an hour. I cut some pieces up from it, so you're going to hear a lot of that today. But before I get to that, this city, this city of Chattanooga, this is what's been so frustrating for me and so many other people, creative types, whether it comes from music world, art, media, TV, you know, whatever it is, creative 
world of this country, country of this of this of this city, this city celebrates mediocrity, and it's who you know, not what you do or what you create. And I know a lot of people are going to hear this and say, "Oh, butt hurt, Brian. That's fine. You go right ahead, and you, you're not listening, probably anyway. And if you are, you're going to leave before it's over. I don't. I'm not trying to tell you to leave, but you probably will anyway." But this city celebrates mediocrity. And I was listening to WUTC yesterday, Panhandle Radio. All they do is beg for you to, to donate to them. 88.1. I listen to it all the time. It's got some good programming, mostly national. Mostly national. They have a couple local people that do a couple things that are worth doing. Can't remember their names. Not trying to hate on them. But the late morning music show with Richard Winham, who's from uh, the UK, somewhere over there in London, He's been in America for like 35, 40 years. His British accent gets thicker by the year. <laughs> if you move to another area of the world and your accent gets thicker, you're not trying to fit in with your surroundings. Nice enough, man. Nice enough, gentlemen. Him and Jeff Styles are friends. The guy is a very low talent, hardly tries radio host with like 25,000 very important watts. I think that's a wattage. I, I can't remember exactly. Whatever. And it's it's insulting to me how how low rent their a lot of their local pro- programming was. And they had yesterday, and I, I can't, I'll, I'll do it quickly because I, I can't do it justice enough to, to just recreate it, regurgitate it to you on these airwaves on Nougat Radio 92.7. But he had a local, uh, I guess he's a guitar playing, maybe more of the artist kind of guy, named Alex Volz, V-O-L-Z. And they were in the in- enviable, not enviable position. It was at the tail end of your show, Keon. I'm sorry I wasn't listening to you, and I was listening to them instead. They were in a situation where if I was the artist on his show, I would have walked out in the middle of the segment. It was so pathetically amateur. And if I was the host, I would have cut the mic of my guest and kicked them out middle segment. That's how awfully amateur, no preparation, terrible that last 15 minutes of that show was yesterday. Both People, both people in concert work together to be pathetically awful. I was screaming at both of them to say, cut the mics. Quit the show. Don't do this anymore. This is painfully terrible. And I'll leave it at that because I can't tell. I mean, without I wanted to pull the audio, but they don't podcast it. It was so bad. And it was a perfect example of local television, radio, Content creation, art. We have a lot of great artists and, and, and creators in this city. We have plenty. And many of them get buried because they don't know the right people. And that show was so pathetically bad. It was cringe. It was hate listening. I couldn't turn it off because it was so terrible. It was like one was trying to outdo the other of how much we can make this awkward and awful. Chattanooga celebrates mediocrity. I don't know where this started. I don't know why it started. I don't know where it ever came from. Whether it's the comedy scene, which is barely one, the music scene, which has gotten better, but there's still not a huge, great music scene. Whether it's uh, just the art community, which they, they get so much funding 
the arts, arts build, a lot of those. They, there's a lot of people who do well with that because they know the right people, the people that paint all these murals and do all these things. Good for you. God love you. I mean, I, I'm not hating on anybody. This isn't, oh, why don't I get my shot? I've had all my shots for 20 years. I've had every shot that everybody's else has been wanting for all these years. Trust me, I'm not mad. I'm not I'm not jealous and I'm not I'm not trying to have a pity party like why don't I get my chance which a lot of the local music scene that's what they do. They say, "Oh, I'm, there's a club. We're not allowed in. We don't get to play certain venues because uh the club the, the man keeps us out." No, you just suck. You're just not very good. <laughs> so it's okay, just get better. Just get better. And a lot of these are younger people. But this town, for some reason, is because of who you know, a lot of old money, uh, a lot of, it's it's all about what, you know, what and, and, and that goes against where I say the club, you know, the, the, but the, there is a little bit of a club. You got to be good enough. You got to be talented enough. You have to be able to fit in and because you have to be able to compete. And sometimes he's just not good enough. So the celebration of mediocrity in this city uh, annoys the hell out of me. Obviously, I've blown up this uh, segment, Keon. Let's just uh, do the coolest thing because uh, that's sponsored for sure. We'll get away from everything I'm talking about, and I'll dive back into it in the second segment. The Hawks have done it again. They won on the road again. This is today's coolest thing. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> it's time for today's coolest thing. Okay. Brought to you by Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. Quick at keeping it cool. Say cool. So cool. All right, so as far as audio goes on the show, we'll switch it up here real quick for the coolest thing. I didn't roll tape on my Hulu, so I just had to dig through TNT's Twitter. This is Ernie, Kenny, Shaq, and Charles Barkley all being goofy post-game last night after the Hawks defeat the Milwaukee Bucks in Game 1. This is today's coolest thing, thanks to Seaborn Commercial Refrigeration. Opener, they did it at Madison Square Garden. Billy, <laughs> Hawks fan for real. Man, what is all that? You, you uh, can't uh, do uh, No effort uh, to hide uh, it, man. Uh, this is uh, this is something, man. Hey, Ernie, to my man Ryan Wilson, the Hawks are legit. Oh, you just say that today? Yeah. Like, wait, uh, you got, yeah. You got, yeah. You got, the Hawks are legit. Uh, what was it uh, going to uh, take you? God, and so when you hear Shaq going, the ha 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 ha, he does the you know flap your wings like a seagull. That's his little Hawks thing, I guess. So that was fun, um, fun game. I didn't watch uh, other the the first half, but I watched the second half. And uh, the Hawks keep doing it, going on the road and winning in the postseason. It's supposed to be the toughest thing to do, and they keep keep on doing it. All right, I don't know if we'll get to the other two uh, realist or supportive thing because I'm going to regurgitate all that anyway for the rest of the uh, the hour. My name is Brian. He's Keon. It's New Radio 92.7. What happened five years ago today? I will tell you next. You're listening to the Stone on Air radio show on New Radio 92.7. Uh, on June 24th, it was about 1245 in the afternoon on a Friday. So, of course, you wait until the dude's show or dude's shift or whatever is almost over. And you wait till a Friday, and then you fire them right before they leave. And I was called in upstairs to the uh, to the conference room. And um, I sit down, and I'm like, okay, what's up? They hand me 8.5 by 11s, like in my hand right here, about 12 to 15 pages. 
of a conversation that I had with somebody on Facebook. This is your social media interaction with uh, this person. What exactly is it that you have here? So I start turning the pages. And it doesn't take long at all for me to realize that this is Facebook Messenger, private conversations between me and another person. And uh, I immediately, I didn't throw it at them. I just took the pages and I tossed it across the table and I said, where did you get that? Back talk, back pedal, coach speech. Well, uh, on here on company computers at Chima. No, 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 Stop, 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 stop. Where did you get that? Why do you have that? Well, it just seems to me that you don't have, uh, you're not on the same page here as us as a team. Hey, now, stop. We're talking about two different things. Where did you get this? Last, last time, guys. Enough. Where we got this isn't important. No, no, no. It's the only thing that's important right now. Cut the spit. Cut the spit. Right now. Am I fired? To my left, Scott Chase looks at me and says, I think you fired yourself. I looked at him and I said, I'm not talking to you. And I looked at the dude, John Lewis, who you've never heard of and you never will. Just some dude in a suit that's worth more than your life and a car that's worth more than your family estate and who pays works for a company that pays his employees um, poverty wages. I looked at him and said, answer the question, am I fired? And he said, yes. And I said, then there is nothing left to talk about. And I got up and I started to walk off. And one of them said, well, we need to get you an escort out the building. I said, Guys, I'm a blankety-blank professional. An escort? Excuse me? And I said, well, you know what? It better be Bill. There will be problems if it's either one of you two. It's time to move on. It's time to get going. What lies ahead, I have no way Yeah, it was time to move on. That's pretty much exactly how it went, as a matter of fact. Nougat Radio 92.7. The Stone on Air Radio Show and Podcast. Keon here with me, keeping it together. My name is Brian. The bill that was mentioned is Bill Lockhart, longtime programmer at Talk Radio 102.3. The frauds on the other side of the river. And so it was a room. So it, today is June 24th. It was five years ago today that I was pulled out of the middle of a live radio show. Well, not the middle of. There was about 15 minutes left to go of the radio show that I was producing, but I was also a contributor on. I didn't just sit there and push buttons. Uh, it was a, a, a conversation that I was involved in. And so as even as short-sighted as that, hey, jerks, we're in the middle of a damn radio show over here. You know what we do around here? Be kind of like if you're nailing up the final few boards on a the project for the construction that day, and they say, hey, we got to move move you away. Uh, from where, but I ha- I still have some nails that I have to hammer in here, or this whole thing could fall apart. Maybe that's a bad example or a comparison, but kind of the same thing. The hosts were on the other side of town in East Brainerd. We were remotely doing the show. Next thing you know, somebody who's involved in the show is pulled out of there. We go upstairs. It's Scott Chase, one of the biggest cowards, spineless cowards in this city. Bill Lockhart, who I still adore to this day, he was a casual uh, a casual observer uh, who had no say in the matter. Who is one of my one of my idols, really locally when it comes to local programming and radio. 
And that's what I, so I said when it was like, Hey, you need, you know, we're going to escort you out of the building. Um, and Bill was in the room and he, you could, you could just see it on his face. He was sick to his stomach. Like he was, I mean, I, I've known Bill, Bill was a, a, an instructor of mine at Chattanooga state in like 1999 or 2000. Whatever, whatever year it was that I took a broadcasting course, Bill Lockhart was my instructor. That's how far I go back with Bill. And, um, and so he, he, was, he was sick to his stomach, and, and, and I could just see it in his face. And, and so when they were like, hey, we're going to escort you out of here, because I had to go get my stuff. It was still in the control room. I have, I have stuff all over the building. I worked there for a collective 14, 13, 14 years. You know, it wasn't as simple as just walk out the door. And I know that's all protocol. That's all just how this goes. But I did say, oh, that's almost exactly that, that podcast. The audio you just heard was from two or three weeks from now, five years ago. First time I had ever recorded anything that didn't go on the air first. I did it over Chattanooga State and their studios at the wall where I, I that's where I first started getting my radios itch and gig on was 99, 2000. Back when it was still on the radio, not just a internet radio station, and uh, I so, so I'll do as quickly as I can here, as this this time is going to just absolutely evaporate. But I think I know what actually really happened. And if you want to know the initial response that I had, more than that two minutes you just heard there, find it on SoundCloud is going to be your best place for uh, archives. But if really any any podcasting app. That first podcast from July, whatever day it was, early July 2016, I spent an entire hour on it, 45 minutes maybe. And so if you, I can't reset all that. So you're going to have to go, go back and listen to that if you want to know uh, word for word. But I was fired from this station that I worked at for 13, 14 years and had listened to for years before that and had just like my my eye on the prize my goal forever was to get in this radio station and get and and where I listened to Jeff for years before I ever worked with him and so like the whole it was all working it was all coming together and somebody pulled a facebook messenger conversation i had that was very that was talking shop right it was talking radio it was talking people specifically pulled it printed it off, handed it over to management, and uh, and they fired me for it. And I thought at the time, when I first heard about it, that, oh, man, I can't remember what I say on Messenger. Who knows how nasty I got on this? Who did I call a bleep hole, right? Like, who, who, did, who did I get really nasty with? Almost nobody. It was just normal talk and shop. It wasn't that. I did a whole other podcast months after that that read every bit of the interaction every word word for word it wasn't it wasn't much these are spineless paranoid cowards that are worried about losing their jobs and so they try to eradicate anybody who might be a threat to them and at that time I was beginning to get, and I, I hate to sound like, oh, hey, look, I was, I was the badass in the room because I wasn't. I was just the part-time guy. Jeff was still there. Jeff was still king. But if Jeff wasn't there, I filled in for him every time. If anybody wasn't there at that fraudulent piece of crap, Talk Radio 102.3 on the other side of the river that I listened to a little this morning as I was getting ready and just further cemented 
the 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 amateur nature of the garbage that they put out on that radio station. If anybody wasn't there, I was the first person they called. I was the first person who filled in for every aspect of that radio station. Just getting, and the only reason I said yes every time was because I was getting ready to take over for the for for, for whoever was moving on next. Little did I know it wasn't going to be further much longer from there that Jeff was the one who moved on next. I was set up to be in that next position. And so I was getting a lot more airtime. Andy Burke had just got done making out with his uh, chief of staff, who was you know one of the friends of the station's wives, who then everybody, two or three people got arrested because of that. That was that year. That was that spring. I spent a lot of time on that on the air because I had a lot of time on the air that year to do it, and I was being told to stop doing it, and guess what? I didn't stop doing it. Well, I did, but I didn't, right? Like, I know just enough how to stop doing it, but not really. Like, I'm not really talking about this right now, but I am. And so there, I, I believe there was a few people kind of saying, oh, no, we got to be careful here. We got somebody who's actually starting to create real conversation, real content, somebody who's not just in here to sell, you know, law firms, somebody who's not just in here to sell, you know, Rock Creek Outfitter merchandise, somebody who's not just here to sell, you know, the testosterone injections. We got somebody here who's actually starting to create, dig up real news stories locally, and we know something, oh, no, okay. So I started looking back at this, and the only person at the time that I could blame, and I was, and I was terribly just mad and just bitter for so long. I'm not mad and bitter. I'm just mad that they can't have a better product because I want something else to listen to. I like listening to the radio. Your radio station sucks. Their radio station absolutely sucks. Turn this one off if you'd like. Go over there. Talk Radio 102.3. Turn it on. Listen to that drivel for about five minutes, and you'll come screaming back to people who actually know what they're doing over here at Nougat Radio 92.7. So I don't know if, uh, or so, so I guess at that, at that time when I got fired on that Friday, a year, five years ago today, there was only one person that I could blame, and that was Scott Chase. He's that kind of guy. He's been at that station, KZ and those dumb, stupid radio stations since 1985, four, six, whatever it is. He's the operations manager of the company. So he's able to dictate. Anybody becomes a threat, you're out of here. Anybody becomes anything other than a yes man or yes woman, you're out of here. And he's been doing that for 40 years. And so he was one of the kind of guys that, like, if I don't like him, but I I don't have a good reason to say out loud why I don't like him. It sounds like I'm a jerk if I say he's a jerk until that happened. And I've been taking it out on him ever since. And I've said at any point if to anybody who knows him, we have hundreds of mutual friends if he would just call me if he would just say to me brian i'm not even asking and i'm not even asking for an apology if he would just say scott chase to me brian stone nougat radio 92.7 he would call me up on my cell phone don't call me actually send me a text not even an apology just just acknowledge that this didn't go down right that shouldn't have happened the way that it did just say that and and we can be go back to being the colleague, the best of colleagues, mutually pleasant, 
we can have ourselves a nice little, we can have a nice little life going on into the sunset as you get ready for retirement. When hopefully one of these days, Cumulus or whoever the hell you owns your company now cuts your damn salary and kicks your ass out on the street and throws you out. Because you've been holding on for a long damn time, Scott Chase. And I don't know who got a hold of that messenger conversation I had. with It was with Robert T. Nash. Everybody by now knows that. Robert T., love you to death. Would love, wish you were on this radio station these days. You'd make some noise over here. Owner of this place would love you. Can't pay you. That's <laughs> the problem. Can't pay anybody. But that's who the conversation was, and it wasn't even that nasty, and it wasn't, it wasn't even, it, 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 was, it was just a reason to let somebody go who was just starting to grab some power in a company that I was dedicated to for 14, really more like 17 years, but on the books officially 13 to 14 years. Oh, no. This guy's more vibrant, younger. I was 36 at the time, and he's making noise. What do we got? Oh, hey, he talked about one of us on a Facebook messenger, which is essentially getting into my email. That's what it is. It's essentially getting into my email. And yes, who closes out their Facebook? Almost nobody. He could have done it on my phone. He could have done it on the computer. You hacked into my damn messenger, email, whatever, and you pulled a conversation and you used it as a reason to run off one of the best talents your, your company has had in 20 years. Sorry to self-gloss. Pathetic. Scott Chase, you're pathetic. You are a spineless coward. Admit that that was wrong and we can move on from this. Or every June 24th, I'll continue to commemorate it. And I'll continue to do that next on Nuga Radio 92.7. Moving out. Observations from an aging Gen Xer. I don't think anyone doubts that they can do what they did. That there is no expectation of privacy at a workplace. And if you leave yourself logged in on a computer there, well, then that's your you-know-what. It's not really the point. It's just a technicality. I think the point here is this is the kind of environment they chose to promote. This is the employment equivalent of dating a girl or a guy who goes through your text messages when you're asleep and then questions you about everyone of the opposite sex and who you speak with at work or on your way back from the bathroom at the restaurant. Oh, you can stay in such an unhealthy relationship, but the question is, why would you? There was a time radio was a medium that existed to showcase the works of artists. And at one time, they allowed a different type of artist to present these works and even spice up the quiet points between songs. Well, that time is long since gone. Now, art, creativity... A sense of individuality that created a social atmosphere you felt that you could be a part of and, God forbid, you even enjoyed. This is Radio Now, with only a few exceptions. Automated stations, global iPods on an external shuffle, owned by faceless suits, comforted by its predictability and run by people that wish they could be them. Radio is now, by and large, managed by the guys who have the ability to date a Hooters waitress, but without any confidence to resist spending hours a day at the restaurant making sure no one looks at her and she looks at any of them. And creativity is now seen as a threat rather than an asset. Yeah, you could stay in a relationship with that kind of guy or girl, but why would you want to? One of you is going to end up with a black eye and the other is going to be wind up very much alone and reviled. And the only true winners here are the lawyers making bank off of both because those are the types running the show down there now. Thank you, corporate America. Whatever Brian said, privately, 
Enjoy this wonderful moment alone in your cheaply appointed office where you can rub your palms together in some fleeting sense of victory. It will distract you for a while before that sense inevitably fades and you once again realize you have finally and willfully become the corporate shill you once made fun of when you still had creative spark of your own that you traded for whatever it is you think you've become that values vindicated paranoia over 13 years of loyalty. Enjoy making par my corporate friends. What don't need to change? There goes the last DJ. Never liked being called a, a DJ. I've done plenty of music radio, but I'm not a DJ. I'm a spoken word talker, not a personality. Just a guy who talks into a microphone. That was an, uh, a response on a Facebook message that I put out my official statement from being fired from those frauds on the other side of the river. 102.3. Go ahead, go listen. You'll be back. That's why I'm, I'm so confident. Go ahead. Go ahead, change the station. to 102.3. Do it. You'll listen to those cackling morons, and you'll be back before the end of this segment. I am that confident. Do it now. But so uh, that was a uh, response from uh, Craig Joel, guy I really respect. I have sparred with him over and over and over again on social media. He is uh, he used to write for the uh, the Pulse for a long time, a uh, Brewer Media uh, a property. I don't know if that thing still exists or not, but he and he was a police officer for uh, for years. I think he's retired now, but uh, I really appreciated that um, response. After the uh, firing that I had five years ago today, I'm Brian. He's Keon, Nuga Radio 92.7. Find the podcast later at stoneonair.com. And uh, still doing this thing. Five years later, found another station that allows me to talk into the microphone. Thank you. I always appreciate it. Uh, It's not lost on me that this is amazing that I've been able to continue to find microphones to talk into for 20 damn years. Whether it's music or, or, or talk, I'll take whatever I can get as long as it's as long as I have creative control and as long as I'm not micromanaged, because uh, I'm sure as hell not making any money doing it, not getting rich doing it, but it's never been about that. I've never gotten rich doing it. I've never made a lot of money doing it for 20 damn years. 20 years, almost exactly. And so I'm not, it's not about the money. It's about the, it's about the fun. It's about, the, it's about the, the medium. It's about how important I think that the, the media sh- can and should be. But... That was a that was a really nice response, actually. Uh, as I've got to move fast, I've got one more thing here. Let's go ahead and do this, Keon. The there's a couple more responses that I read. This was from a podcast five years ago, about a couple of weeks from now, five years ago, the first time I did a standalone podcast. I call this the most supportive thing, as I'm just trying to put together things for the uh, for the show, and I rambled too far to get into it in the first segment. This is about a minute long. Um, this is Nuga Radio 92.7, commemorating five years since that other fraudulent piece of crap radio station fired me for no good reason. This was, these were responses from my statement on Facebook five years ago. Ian Sharp, uh, very strange. The station is losing an asset for sure. You seem to be more in touch with the local millennial generation than anyone else. Styles is entertaining, but if I took a drink every time I heard him make an erroneous statement about youth culture... I'd be dead. Kyle says, everyone should bombard Scott Chase with messages. Let him know how many listeners to that station he has now lost. He fired one of the only rational voices the station has. Jeff Styles is next.
I don't know if that's true or not. City Councilman Chris Anderson it was says, true. <laughs> your private conversations, Facebook Messenger or otherwise, shouldn't affect your job. While you were a public figure, you still have a right to privacy. I wish that was true, Chris, but I, clearly it's not. Um, I can't wait for one of the overpaid order takers, a.k.a. sales reps, to call me and ask for radio advertisements with my business. Brian Stone, let us know where you land. Jeremy says, sorry to hear this. You're one of the few on this station that I would listen to. I understand this may ring hollow right now, but I know you'll land on your feet. I can't believe what a bleep show this station is turning into. My dear friend Monica Kinsey, disappointing news about Brian Stone in the current but not final status of Stone on Air. I don't know the context of said messages nor the full story, but this is a step back for the hashtag support local music initiative. Hashtag stand with Stone. Hashtag Stone on Air. Hashtag CHA. Hashtag local. Hashtag CHA music. And so that was from the podcast five years ago, the very first standalone podcast that I have now been doing off and on, mostly on ever since. These days, just turn this radio show into a podcast four days a week. So uh, what else is there to say about this? Oh, well, plenty. <laughs> I mean, plenty. I could go uh, on and on and on. Um, I have I did a whole show in the last few years saying, uh, you know, high, uh, you know, with lots of hyperbole. Like I'm here to save talk radio. Just give me a call, and we'll uh, and we'll and we'll we'll save the 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 day. You know, I, I I I wouldn't go back to work for that company unless at least two people were let go. Scott Chase being one of them. I don't know about. Kevin West is one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. He's the program director at Talk. He's a terrible manager of talent, a ter- terrible ma- manager of people. He is a super nice guy, like the nicest guy you'll ever meet. I don't need you to be nice. I need you to manage a room full of egomaniacs. I need you to manage a room full of people who think they hung the moon. Unfortunately, that's what you run into in this business a lot. Not as much as you used to because we're all more humbled because we all know we're maybe on our last day. Hell, you might not ever hear me again. I don't know. I might not ever do another radio show again. I think I'll be here tomorrow, but I can't promise you that. So I don't know that I really want to work for Kevin ever again. Not because I don't like him because I totally do. Uh, Bill Lockhart's on his way out the door as a, uh, you know, he's, he's, he's retiring soon. Uh, Scott Chase, as I mentioned before, unless he comes to me and says something along the lines of that shouldn't have happened, I won't even be in the same room as him again. Uh, And there's two or three others, four others that I really do cherish their friendship in that company that I don't, I'm not going to get into. I, but I still think the product is, it's just, it's just, it's amateur hour, man. The city deserves better. The city deserves better. And this city does get better. Right here at ninety two point seven. Unfortunately, we we can't we don't market enough because of the the budget constraints, and a lot of people don't know that we're here. That's unfortunate, but we are as loud as we can be on social media. The city deserves better, and the city does get better here in the mornings, at least at Nuga Radio ninety two point seven. But they're the heritage talker, the other station on this side of the river, and they are frauds. They're spineless. They are cowards, and they will they will they will cater to whatever works best for their bottom line. Content is in the toilet. Uh, it it's bad. It's really really bad, and they have a pretty strong signal, and they waste it. 
And and same with WTC with their a lot of their local content, primarily Richard Wyndham's boring, awful show. Nice enough guy, but dude doesn't have any idea what he's doing, never gets better. It's just it it irritates me. It irritates me from somebody who's been studying this industry my entire life, since I was a late teenager. 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, my entire life ever since then, I've studied this this industry. And I'm not saying I'm perfect or brilliant at it, but I'm pretty damn good. And I'm not, and the only reason that I say out loud that very arrogantly is because I'm not really good at anything else. (laughs) I'm not really good at anything else. It's not like I'm running around telling you that I'm the best at this and the best at that and I'm the best looking guy and I got the best car and the prettiest girlfriend and I can shoot the best basketball and I can throw a baseball and I can sing a song and I can I can't do anything that well except for this. And so all aspects of this industry, I can do it pretty damn well. And so when I see people that are just half-assing their way through life, through very valuable airwaves, it angers me too much it does admittedly it angers me too much scott chase do better richard windham do better brian joyce leave town do, do us all a favor and leave town go away get the hell out of here why have you been here 10 years oh that's right you're not good enough to go anywhere else i only got 30 seconds left i wish i had 30 Minutes, and then another 30 minutes, and then another 30 minutes. Five years ago today, those frauds said, we don't want good talent in this company anymore, and we're going to be spineless cowards. Thank you for listening. I appreciate it. My name is Brian. Keon will hang out with, with you for the rest of the hour. See you later. We'll do it again tomorrow. Bye. Because I finally figured out what I was trying to do. I eat and slept and spent 17 years of my life planning and prepping for this exact position, for this exact job, getting paid poverty-level wages, literally. Now, I'm not asking you to feel sorry for me. I'm just giving you the truth of the matter. Poverty-level wages. I put every single ounce of my effort and energy and deliberate action on everything I did. The most important work I've ever done was for Fraud Radio, Talk Radio 102.3. Starting from 1998, 1999 to 2016, three weeks ago, I had a vision and a, and a purpose, literally being pay, paid poverty level wages. Not one time ever getting a raise at this company. From 2002 to 2016, not one single time did I get a raise. And I still came to work every day determined and ready to go because that was my passion.